I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Is an anagram of risk. Chris. I want to start off this podcast by saying well done to the UK who has finally decided on the 24th of July that it's obligatory to wear masks in shops and bars, I'm guessing, in restaurants. What were you doing until now? Why wait till the 24th of July? My mother sent me a news article of a man who walked down the street naked just using a mask to cover his groin area. I'm sure the instructions were clearer than that. Over your nose and mouth, not over your crown jewels. And also, I've been told that people, cashiers in certain places, are not wearing the masks. What is the point? If it is obligatory to wear a mask, wear a mask. It's not that difficult. England, you're letting me down. Now, over to a totally different topic. What is the most downloaded app on the Apple App Store? With over 2 billion downloads on the App Store and Google Play combined and over 800 million active users, what app am I talking about? How many times did I say app? Also in Apple, there's app. I'm talking about TikTok. But what is the fascination with this app, which may soon be banned in certain countries? Some countries are trying to ban TikTok. It is highly popular in many Asian countries, but now it's all over the globe. Are you using it? I have an account there which I made yonks ago and at first I posted a video of the Cathedral of Milan with no hashtags, not one. And let me see, now, I'm just checking, it has over 95,700 views. And then the second video of some hail taken from the balcony of the back of my office in Milan has over 10,000 views. Why? These two videos don't have any hashtags. But yet other videos with hashtags have like 100 views. Eh, what's that about? Last week, I posted a video of a girl on a motorbike and in like an hour, it had over 16,000 views. So I've no idea what's going on with it. You get millions and millions of views on TikTok, but some videos, nothing. Zilch. Nada. So I don't know if I like it or not. Every time I open it, I see naked men and women dancing around in their back garden with fruits and vegetables down their trousers. Maybe this is why some of the countries now want to ban it. I'm vegetarian, but... And the videos are very, very short and so easy to flick through, but yet, it, for me, it gets quite boring after a bit. TikTok does have some positive aspects to it, though. I've come across some videos where teens talk about things like depression, sexuality and insecurity through funny videos. So they help you by making you laugh, which is good, right? But I don't get it. I really don't get TikTok. See if you can find me on TikTok. I don't even know how to search for people on TikTok. I'm following a couple of people only because they followed me. Oh. What social media apps do you use? Are there any you don't like and why? Let me know. Now, let's bring in Kelly. We can have a little chat about this and some extra things too. So I want to talk about the challenges that people are doing these days on Instagram, on TikTok, everywhere. For example, at the minute, there's one called the Wipe Challenge. There's one that's really famous at the moment uh, to the song, I'm a Savage. Uh, where that a lot of 15-year-old uh, kids are, are making like a dance move to. And they do this kind of like crocodile clap. 
Uh-huh. Which, if you look at it on its own, you realize how ridiculous <laughs> this is as a dance. I've not move. seen this one, but so they just just do that, nothing else. No, they they do a full dance, which is ah. okay, and then they do this crocodile clap, which just looks ridiculous, in my opinion. Because they're savage. <laughs> yes. mm. No, today I tried. There was I looked on TikTok, and there was the wipe challenge where you have to take a cloth and ah, clean your window, and then, and then when you do it, something changes. I tried it, and I forgot how to wipe because I have a cleaner, and so I just went. <laughs> Okay, never mind. But do, what? why do you think now these things are so popular? I think because people aren't very creative. And so they don't there know There you what go, to you do. heard it from Kelly. None of you are creative. <laughs> yes, I think we're, we're, we're a society of copycats. We see someone else do something cool and we want to imitate it. So I think it's not really a challenge. Someone just does something cool and a lot of people decide to steal the idea and it becomes a trend. Mm. Fact, <laughs> somebody recently said to me as well something I never even thought of. When we say we have followers on Instagram and on Facebook, we don't. Zuckerberg has followers. <laughs> if he closes true. his company, all our followers disappear. That's true. In fact, it's the same with uh, with TikTok. Uh, all these um, TikTok celebrities, they think that they've got so much uh, influence and popularity, but they're just bringing popularity to the founder of TikTok mm. and no one else. They're not getting any money for for their work, the hard work that they do. No, they do a lot as well. They do lots of editing yeah, and everything. Imagine how yeah. much work they do. Oh, also, all the filters, you can play with all the filters and things like this. Yeah, do you use insane. them? No, I've never There's done so it before. Many. I'm scared. You can change your eye color, your hair color. You can change like the orientation of your face now but do you think people do it because they think that doing it makes them look better yeah absolutely i think that it's like a next level of catfish out there mm. <laughs> on tiktok i think that people use so many filters that you don't even really know what they look like anymore mm. probably the hair color is different the eye color is different you're looking at like um, a different uh, configuration of their face different even person yeah. Many of them are like aliens at the end of the day. Many, Many of them are probably eyes. 12. <laughs> they probably 12 are. Old. 12. Okay, this next question I've always wondered. Why is Sydney not the capital of Australia? All right. So uh, this is actually a very loaded question in Australia. Um, and so I have to explain one thing. Basically, there's a big uh, rivalry between Melbourne and Sydney. People in Sydney say it's the best city in Australia. People from Melbourne say that they hate Sydney and that Melbourne is the best city in Australia. This is a rivalry that's existed since the beginning of Australia, uh, which wasn't really that long ago. Um, and as a result of this rivalry, uh, the Australian government decided to make the capital Canberra, which is a little bit in between the bo both cities, oh, so that okay. people from Sydney didn't have a reason to think they're the best and people from Melbourne didn't have a reason to think they're the best. Uh, instead, the capital is in between them both, except it's a little bit more towards Sydney. Oh. And uh, the fact that you asked me, why is Sydney not the capital, makes me believe that it should be. And I'm biased <laughs> because I lived in Sydney and I loved it and I don't like Melbourne so much. And so now people in Canberra think they're special? No, everyone hates Canberra. It's okay. just full of politicians, nothing else. Oh, there's nothing else there. And there's nothing there. There's no. just a lake. like Washington, really. I don't understand why yeah. Washington, <laughs> D.C. is the capital of America. I don't get it. I <laughs> exactly. went to Washington. I'm like, why am I here? Exactly. Okay. Also, the same situation though with South Africa. The capital of South Africa is not Johannesburg. It's Pretoria. Yeah, exactly. And it's To be honest, I don't know why, but... At the end of the day, I think that is probably for a financial reason because, in fact, if you think about Australia, you think of uh, South Africa and Canada, these Commonwealth countries, they all have a very strange capital. 
my opinion on it is um, in fact that they just want to make a bit more money from another city by making another city the capital it gives people a reason to visit another place mm. so maybe Spread it's out just money. yeah exactly mm. maybe it's a little strategy in fact Manchester should be the capital of England in my opinion <laughs> maybe Liverpool god no <laughs> What do Australians really think about the Queen? Our Queen, obviously. The answer is not that much. <laughs> we don't really think so Poor much Betty, about the Queen. You don't like her? We don't really. She's so far away. <laughs> she doesn't really. We don't really see her as, um, I don't know, our leader. Mm. Um, she's very much distanced from us. We, do, we don't. We celebrate, of course, the Queen's birthday, and we have her on the coins. But why? <laughs> What do you mean? Why don't we celebrate it? No, no. Why is she still on the coins and things like this? I don't know, to be honest. I think we lost a <laughs> vote mm. <laughs> in yeah, the past. You have no choice. <laughs> That's it. But it's true that she has the final say on all decisions in mm. Australia. She's still the boss. Yeah, she's still the boss. God help you when Charles comes into power. <laughs> what did Australia give to the world apart from Kylie Minogue? Uh, Crocodile Dundee. Ooh. <laughs> uh-huh. A close second. Um, what else did they give? Well, hmm, I won't say Vegemite because I already know everyone's opinion on that one. Um, I think we gave the world a very kooky accent uh, and hmm. uh, another personality to make fun of. Uh, <laughs> there are lots of Simpsons episodes with uh, making fun of Australia. Americans love to make fun of Australians. The British love to make fun of the no, Australians. No, it's not true. Apart from the fact that you can't <laughs> pronounce egg. Uh, and so what else did you give though? Apart from a laughing stock. <laughs> Other than oh, you laughing, said that, not laughing me. stock, nothing else. No. To be honest, no, I can't think of anything else. We're so separated from the rest of the world. Let's move on to a different topic. Every Monday I put a question on YouTube that I want to know your answers to. Whether they're strong beliefs or just you're bored and got nothing else to do because you're on the toilet. It's the same. So we're going to have a look with Kelly. And I want to see what her opinions are on the questions that I asked. And also if she agrees with any of the comments that you put underneath. The first question was, why do people convert? Meaning religion, not convert the car. So why do people convert in your opinion? Um, in my opinion, well, I, I really agree with uh, Michele Ronconi. Perfect pronunciation. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michele. Hi, Michele. <laughs> um, and he said that, um, he said... I think that people convert to another religion because they realize that the other religion is more close to their own thoughts than the previous one. I think that this is probably quite right. I think people usually convert um, based on, on, on their own beliefs and what really um, cries out to their own uh, opinions uh, and what they follow. So I think that's quite true. Um, one thing I'd like to add is that I think that People really search for religion during a hard time. Maybe mm. the loss of a, of a family member, maybe even the loss of a pet when they're young. And so they want to believe that there's something more to, to death. And so they start to search for, for a different uh, a way to look at things, to make things softer, to make things uh, feel better than just believing that uh, we're here for no reason. So I think people convert when they're, when they're living through a tough time, perhaps. Uh, maybe... As you know, they lost their job, they lost their girlfriend, they lost their, their partner and they're going through a tough time and they, they find religion as a way to cope, to give them direction. So I think it could also be um, yeah, a way to, to give you something to believe in, something to follow. And uh, would you change religion to marry your boyfriend? 
Uh, if he was a different religion <laughs> to you, are you religious? Just out of mm, it. Not really. I grew up in in a um, religious kind of setting, but my parents had already abandoned it before. Oh, okay, fine. So, so you, you're safe. So yeah. if, if your boyfriend was Jewish, would you convert to Judaism to marry him? No, I, I don't think That's so. That's not a proposal, though. <laughs> no, I think that it, it would it would depend. Maybe if I was really interested in uh, in the religion, obviously I'd have to learn more about it through him. But I think through through a partner, you can learn a lot about a different religion, something you never considered. And so I think it could be a good influence, a good way to connect with a different religion. But personally, I wouldn't. I don't think I would, just because I'm a little bit more pessimistic about life. I don't think there's anything more. Uh, after death and so it's hard to you'll see one day we'll (laughs) we'll see one day maybe together who knows tonight at the sushi (laughs) restaurant anything can happen especially in this period two three four some drama some drama some drama let's talk about some drama some drama some drama now I'm going to start off with an amazing joke are you ready where did the sheep get its hair cut at the bar bar shop I was giving you time to laugh there. Did you laugh? I hope so, because this wonderful joke takes me into what I want to talk about today. You all know in English we have countable and uncountable nouns. Now, some people think the word sheep is uncountable, but it isn't. We can count it, just the word sheep doesn't change. It's an irregular plural. Now, hair, on the other hand, is it countable or uncountable? Both. Yep, hair is both. Hair when it's uncountable is hair in general. So, I've got blonde hair. Many people say I've got ginger hair. I don't have ginger hair. I have blonde hair. I have a ginger beard. And hair when it's countable means the individual strands of hair. Okay. So, I have a few white hairs in my beard because I'm counting the individual hairs. Okay. Let's look at some other ones. Now, paper is also countable and uncountable. Paper, the material, so this book is made of paper, is uncountable. Now, paper, when it's countable, can be an abbreviation for a newspaper. So, I read about it in yesterday's paper. Or, can I borrow this morning's paper? Or, do you have yesterday's paper because there's a picture of me in it when I got arrested? Maybe it's true. Also, a paper can mean an essay or a report, something for university or for school also. So I wrote a paper on biology. Some people think it's strange when we use the word room to mean space in English. So tonight, for example, I'm going out with three of my friends and before they phoned me and said, is there room in your car? Meaning, is there space in my car? Room in this case is uncountable because obviously space is uncountable. So if we're using room when we mean space, then it's uncountable. But room, as you know, a bedroom, a waiting room, a dining room, I have two bedrooms in my house. This room, meaning a place, is countable. Now, another little thing which happens in English, unfortunately, because we're very lazy the way we speak English, we say a coffee. Can I have a coffee? Can I have a water? Can I have a beer? Can I have a tea? Can I have a Coke? It's wrong. But we say it because we don't want to say, can I have a glass of coffee? A glass of coffee. I don't drink coffee, as you can tell. You don't say, can I have a glass of water? It's obviously correct to say, can I have a glass of water? But people don't. Can I have a water? Can I have a beer? 
a beer, again, a glass of beer, a cup of tea, but we say, can I have a tea? So it isn't really countable, but it's used as countable. So the liquids are uncountable because we can't be bothered constructing a full sentence. We make things like coffee, water, and beer and tea countable. I could do with a beer. Another word which can be confusing is the word work. Is it uncountable or is it countable? Homework is uncountable, so work is uncountable. No, it's also countable. If I say, this is the work of Dante, Dante is the Italian Shakespeare, someone will slag me off for saying that, but I prefer Shakespeare anyway, so I don't care. It's just an example. Okay, so the Divine Comedy was a work of Dante, a product. It means a product, a work. Work meaning the activity. Uh, shut up and get on with your work. Stop talking and get on with your work. Have you finished your work? Is the activity. This is uncountable. Another one I want to look at is the word fruit. Now, people always say, I had some fruits for lunch. Okay, we don't say it. Fruits exists, but normally when we're talking about specific kinds of fruit. And so we would use this more for somebody who really works with fruit. So, um, Paula sells fruits on a stall at the market. Okay? She's selling different kinds of fruit. She sells fruits. If we're speaking about food in general, we would say the fruit was delicious. For lunch, I had some fruit. It was exquisite. Exquisite. Can't even say it. What's another word I hate? Exquisite, I hate, and also succulent. Succulent, I detest that word. It sends shivers down my spine. So fruit can be both countable and uncountable. Say it, say it right. Now, back in the second podcast, the second ever podcast I created in my entire life, I told you about assimilation and I gave you two examples of assimilation. Today, I'm going to give you two more. Okay, when you sneeze in English, when somebody sneezes in English, what do... What are you supposed to say? Bless you. Okay, now bless finishes with a s and you begins with a y. So the s and the y, when they go together, they actually change sound. There is assimilation. Can you listen to what I'm saying and tell me what sound I'm changing it to? Bless you. Bless you. The s and the y have changed. They have merged. They have assimilated into a sh. So remember, if a word finishes with a s sound and the following word begins with a y sound, when, they when they're read together, they come out as sh. Now, another example is, listen to these two words. How is your day? Hmm. Okay, how is, I will contract it and I would say, how's your day? But do I say, how's your? No, I don't. I say, how's your day? The z and the y assimilate, they merge, they blend together and create a z sound. How's your day? Now, this is normal. It's not a mistake. The thing is, if you don't do these things yourself, you're not going to understand when we use it. And you're going to think we're saying a different word or we have a problem. But these two examples of assimilation, so bless you and how's your day, Add them on to the two that I explained to you in the second podcast, and then you have four examples of assimilation. 
And if you're not listening to the second podcast, what are you doing listening to this one? There are a million in between. Listen to them in order. Can't stand people who don't listen to things in order, really, can you? Okay, so there you go. Some more examples of assimilation. Now I need to go and plant some rhubarb. So I'm going to hand you over to the jingle. See you next week. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Before you come sing your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk.